Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Rosecast. AB, are we on a time constraint here? Mission Impossible. Uh, it's it's a it's a tight window, Rim. What's the window? I need to know. Uh, no, no way to tell. Ticking oh, time bomb. What's going on? <laughs> What's what, why are we on a window here? Izzy's here asleep. Uh, she's sick right now. Um, so it just when she wakes up. The bomb goes off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, everything's over. All right. Uh, is she old enough? Could be two to... hours. Could be two hours. <laughs> Could be uh, five minutes. Who knows? Well, I do not want to be around when she gets up from this <laughs> this nap. It's going to be chaos. She's going to want a snack immediately. Uh, immediate. She's going to need a lot of things immediately. AB, uh, is she old enough to, don't want to waste a lot of time with small talk here, but is she old enough to fake sick from school? Because I no, was a big no, fake no, sick. All right. No. <laughs> Welcome to Rosecast. So you're a big fake sick guy? <laughs> oh, constantly. What do you mean? <laughs> of course. Of course I'm fake sick from school time. One time I, f- I waited until I it was like third or fourth grade and I, I didn't have my homework done for the day, a big assignment or something. Pulled up to school and it was like June. So there was no like I had a cold or anything. It wasn't June. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Nice out. Pulled up to school. Sharon's dropped me off and I'm saying- Oh, I'm so sick. I can't go. She's like, all right, that's fine. But what I didn't know when I fake sick was that she was going antiquing with my great aunts and uncles in Galena, Illinois for the day. So I had to go antiquing. It was the worst fake oh, sick God. situation. Oh, it was a fucking no. road trip. A disaster. <laughs> a disaster. disaster. Fake sick. Anyway, grandma and grandpa, it was terrible. They knew I wasn't sick. Everybody knew I wasn't sick. They're all adults. <laughs> you can see that I wasn't sick. Anyway, totally off the rails. Welcome to Rosecast. I'm your host. Wasted, wasted five minutes of our, of no, our it was time. Two. It was two. Uh, I'm your host, Tim Kennedy Jr. With me, as always, Bachelor Savant, Alex Bradford. Week six, AB. The feelings are starting to get real. It's starting it's, to get serious. We're cutting, cutting, trimming the fat, Rim. All contenders out here. It's only contenders. Any one of the seven remaining contestants can win, would you say? Absol- absolutely. What did you think of the episode overall, entertainment-wise? A plus or A minus? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Quick grade. Uh, it was, you know what? It wasn't my favorite episode. Uh, give it a B. Give it a B. Okay. All right. You already starting to put me to sleep on some of these episodes. I'm getting worried for the rest of the season now that Crystal's gone that yeah. he can carry it. I'm not sure that he can. 
Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think he can either. L- luckily, they immediately gave someone a quick villain edit, a little quick slap job villain edit <laughs> before the next episode. You might not even watch that part, but Lauren we got B. somebody going. Lauren B. Uh, yep. We're way ahead of ourselves. Before we get started, put out a message the other day. I said, "Hey, we got 199 ratings on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate all 199 of those." And I said, "Hey, who wants to be 200?" Uh, quick, quick, quick! Ten people gave us quick rating. I don't have the names with me right now, but just want to say thank you, thank you to those people who shouted, gave us a nice five star rating, and they were all five stars, AB, which we appreciate. Hey, who are the people out there that listen all the time and still don't review? And like, when we Grifters. ask, they actually do it. Why? Why <laughs> haven't you just done this? We've been asking for. I don't get it. Uh, this better be your. This better be your first time listening if you haven't reviewed. No, no, no. Because listen, man, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I don't rate them. Don't have the time. Don't care enough. Uh, and it's you know, if I'm turned off sometimes when people ask for the ratings, but we do what we got to <laughs> do here. We're we're out here scraping and scrounging. We're not a big money help podcast. Us. Yeah, help us out. No ads. Can't wait to sell out. Bonjour, AB. <laughs> Bonjour, Rim. <laughs> we begin in Paris. Uh, Chris Harrison earning his paycheck a little bit. Uh, had a, had a nice little chat with Ari on a park bench. Mm-hmm. A lot of fluff, but one thing I found interesting was that Ari mentions that he's starting to fall in love with a few of the ten minute ten minute a few of the ten women left, and he mentions three specifically: mm-hmm. Becca K, Becca M, and Tia. Yeah. No Crystal. Keep in mind. Were you surprised by this? haphazard top three no because ari's been doing like random lists throughout the year any group date that he has he'll list off three three people there um (laughs) just randomly saying some things he likes about him so i don't i i think ari doesn't know what he's doing out here so you think it means nothing that means nothing nothing. yeah absolutely nothing we'll keep it moving then four dates this week ab two one-on-ones a group date and a two-on-one shout out to crystal for being a little self-aware Knowing she full knew, well she's getting the two-on-one. She knew what. She knew what. She goes, I wonder who will be on this two-on-one with me. And just quick scout. She had a whole week to prepare for Crystal, this two-on-one. Crystal, I, I loved everything she was coming with. Yeah. She had a great she embraced, episode. She embraced the role of the villain completely. Like, she's kind of, I think she's known she's the villain, but she she went full bore ahead of him. She almost went so far that it made me skept- like suspicious. Of how <laughs> good she was being. Like, what's going on? Are you getting? Are you planning with other people? Maybe say producers. I don't know. Who's going on this two-on-one with me? <laughs> uh, I'm such an obvious choice for this two-on-one. You got the bad bitch in the house, and who's going to be the nice girl to be my offsetting <laughs> counterpart? First date card is Lauren B. Were you surprised by this? Not surprised, but I don't want to watch this. Lauren B. One of them. I, I like her. But she's one of the most boring people here. That combined with Ari, who's can't carry it by himself, you're not going to have a good date. All right. Now, go ahead and make jokes about Ari. Criticize the man. He's got some faults. Don't go all the way to the other side now, AB. Need you over <laughs> I'm, here with I'm me. I'm like halfway there. <laughs> I need <laughs> you over here with me. You can't leave me on this island. As Listen, a, the I, was a, Ari island. I was reading a bunch of stuff and people, people started the <laughs> People were making some good points about Ari. <laughs> About how dry he is. Yeah, this wasn't this wasn't the best. Uh, well, actually, the sad thing is, it might have been his best episode, like conversation wise. <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe isn't what we want. I don't know. Anyway, 
Lauren and Ari, they scoot right off on a boat on some James Bond shit from one boat to another and they zoom off down the, what is this, denial? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a big, <laughs> I have no idea if this is what river this is. Uh, AB, Lauren, very nervous. Yeah, too nervous. Suspiciously nervous, I'll say. The conspiracy rooms and tennis are this episode. <laughs> keep saying things are suspicious. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't think about it. AB, this first part of the date, they showed awkward silences between the two of them, a complete lack of depth in conversation. You'd think walking around Paris, I mean, Rim and AB walking around Paris would be talking about all sorts of shit. We'd a lot of history a there. Time. We'd be running cool around, shit. having a great time, buying the little market. trinkets, yeah, doing all sorts of stuff. We'd Instead, it was, just, be fun. it was just, whoa, that's pretty. And then she'd go, yeah. And that was yeah. it. Lauren B's that type of she's she's got that dry personality where like even when she's saying she's like excited it's just like I'm excited. There's no inflection in her voice. There's nothing there. I think there was an episode of Scrubs, great TV show, great TV show, where JD was dating someone who instead of laughing would say that's so funny. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that just bothered him to no end. Obviously, JD is a terrible, terrible boyfriend, terrible guy. We get we'll, Scrubs podcast coming soon. But <laughs> that just, it, she did kind of remind me of like, why, you know, let loose a little bit. Yeah, let your little, facial muscles move a little bit. Just a little something in your voice to let me know you have some emotion inside. You're not dead inside. My question for you is, AB, which of these statements is the truest? Regarding Lauren. Okay. A, she's super boring and quiet, and that's just the way she is. B, she's nervous as all get out for this date. Or C, they gave her a bad edit to make it seem like she was dry and boring. I think it's A. I think she's dry and boring. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think it's probably, in reality, it's probably a combination of all three. She was nervous. She's also not, you know, the most fun person there. And also they edited it to make it look like they were having the worst state of all time. Or D, she was expecting to get Peter as the lead. <laughs> Quite possible D. <laughs> That's fair. She could have a lot of juice, but um, AB, back on the boat. Second date card is Becca K, CN, Becca M, Tia, Chelsea, Jenna. Hey, what's Jenna doing here still, Rim? Well, J Jenna, to me, most obvious cut at the end of this <laughs> episode I've ever seen. So clear. How could Jenna have possibly, I mean, how could anyone have been surprised that Jenna got sent home? So we got Kendall, Jacqueline, and Crystal. We got, Ke no, we got Kendall and Jacqueline as the candidates for the two-on-one. Yeah. Yep. Just a quick reset. Back on the date, nighttime portion. AB, to me, this rose felt like it was up in the air. I don't uh, know about you. I completely agree. Uh, yeah, I thought she might have been going home halfway through this day. That I mean, the way it was edited, at least, the conversation just was lacking between these two. What was there? What made what could, what did they do that made anyone think that she was going to get this rose? Are you talking at the beginning of this date or after this part of the date? You still felt that way. Before the nighttime part. Okay. So halfway good. through the, the the actual full day date. Agreed. Even worse small talk than usual. Rim, I got my notes notes here. Uh, we haven't talked about Ari's spray tans enough. 
Oh, uh, it was very bad. This episode, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Did you notice that, or did your wife notice that? No, I noticed it. I his skin looked weird. I I didn't notice at all. I never noticed spray tans. But now that you pointed it out, it's something that I won't be able to unsee. <laughs> this guy's got a... He's changing colors episode to episode. <laughs> okay, my question is, if you're willing to spray tan, can we get a little touch of gray just for men? I mean, to <laughs> I don't offset, know what, why exactly. <laughs> do both? It's not like you have a moral uh, opposition to getting rid of something like gray. I don't know. Maybe, Lauren, uh, this conversation, though, it did take a very interesting turn, I'll it say. It did. Lauren, she's got difficulty opening up, like every Bachelor contestant seems to have, because she wants to trust someone before she opens up. AB, then Ari, for some reason, takes this conversation, not off the rails, but to a completely unexpected level, and reveals something that I did not know. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Ari says his most serious relationship was not with Emily Maynard but instead with a woman who had two children and was pregnant with Ari's child. Is this not new information? We did know that he had dated a previous mom with two kids and he lived with her, but we did not know about the lost kid. A bombshell revelation. Weird to me that this was just glossed over. They transitioned from that right into a story about Lauren's parents divorcing or something. No, I, they, just, I, <laughs> no, they I swear didn't. they didn't. Lauren, no, they didn't Lauren B. No, this was, uh, I mean, it was a, uh, Lauren B was scraping the barrel to try to come up with something interesting <laughs> that she could say. So she said her parents have a 30-year marriage and some of it has been tough. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, okay. 30 on, that, years? That That's is a long, a successful, extremely <laughs> successful marriage. <laughs> The odds of uh, having a, a 30-year marriage are much lower than uh, yeah. not. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she, was, she had no stories to, to no. come back with after Ari came with that story. I just, to me, I wanted to know more about that near father. Like, when did it occur? Were you excited to be a father? Were you ready? Were you planning to be a sure. father? Did you want to marry this woman? I just wanted to know a little more about that, but it seemed to me like a little side story. Very bizarre. Yeah. yeah. I think... I, I'm pretty sure it was definitely it was before Emily Maynard's season because he had mentioned this relationship where he was living with a mother of two mm -hmm. in Emily Maynard's season. So it definitely happened before that. Um, but they didn't. I, that's this is the first I'm hearing of that. Of that's how that relationship ended. Maybe we'll hear more as he whittles it down. But that that threw me for a loop, especially telling that story to Lauren, who. Yeah. You barely know and won't You've talk. You've had no conversations with. Lauren does reveal, though, that she was engaged, but mm -hmm. things soured. Just a heavy-ass first date. Yeah. It hey. went from zero to 60. Lauren B., it was, it was, it was fourth quarter, Rim. It was winning time. Either <laughs> put up or take your ass packing. I don't. I wouldn't did. say that she. I wouldn't say that she won. I. I'd say she sent it to overtime, and now we're in yeah. overtime. Yeah, that's fair. She, she hit a big shot though. She, yeah. she hit a big shot to take it to overtime. She's yeah. still it was, here. It was I like thought, a foul. Like she like missed the shot, but she got fouled and then made a couple free if throws. If she didn't or come like with that. that story about her parents and then the story about her being engaged, I think she would have went home. No question. No question. Yeah. Uh, like you said, she got the rose. Well, a couple things. I still don't think Lauren is super jazzed about Ari in general. I sure. mean, even after revealing that stuff, I don't think there's a lot of enthusiasm. 
Um, and also, I think Ari knew he was going to give her the rose before he shared that deeply personal story. I don't think he would tell that to someone and then send them home 10 minutes later. That's fair. That's fair. But maybe he was doing that. I think I think he is into Lauren B a lot. I think he's sure. he's way more into her than she's into him. So she, he was trying to drag that out of her by telling his own personal story and hoping she would reciprocate, which she kind of did. All right, AB, I'm going to sing a little bit here, but just know that I'm going to put the audio in too. Okay. <laughs> They're at the Moulin Rouge, AB. My only knowledge of Moulin Rouge is that's where they did the video for uh, Lady Marmalade. <laughs> One of the top see. jams of our lifetime. <laughs> we got Christina Aguilera, Lil' Kim, Maya, and Pink. Wow. You want to talk about <laughs> absolute superstars of the game? <laughs> those Getting are, together it, for a common cause? Those All four of those women should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Specifically Absolutely. Pink, which we talk about frequently, is Pink. This, this was 16 years ago, and Pink was already at the top of her game. Pink, the most underrated artist of all time. She should do the Super Bowl halftime show next year if they're not going to do Outcasts. Don't want to go down that. <laughs> Pink's been on did. for 20 she years. She just sang the national anthem. You wanted to do it. Do oh, did she? Else again? I didn't watch that yeah. part. I missed it. <laughs> yeah, she sang the national anthem. All right. Well, then I'm satisfied <laughs> with her involvement in the Super Bowl. T- people don't appreciate Pink enough. When Pink dies, if, if Twitter's still around, people are going to act like they appreciated Pink, but they did not. Yeah. Okay. When she that's, was alive, they did not. That's completely fair. <laughs> anyway, AB. Uh, you want to talk about the date? Listen, Rim, every, <laughs> we've said this before. Every every minute of my life, there's been a Pink song on the radio that I love <laughs> and jam with. Whether you know it or not. Right now, there's a Pink I don't hit. know what song she has right now, but I'm sure she has one on the top, top 100. Right now, there's a Pink hit on the radio. You don't know how it goes. You don't know that it's her, <laughs> but you hear it and you like it. And then I will tell you, that's Pink. And you go, Wow. <laughs> She's like, take Kelly Clarkson's peak and multiply it by 10, the length by 10, and that's Pink's career. 10 or 15. Pink's been doing it since the 90s, okay? Unbelievable. Still looking good. All right. You just want to go to the nighttime? You just want to go to the nighttime part of the day? What do you got on this daytime portion? Hey, Rim, I haven't wanted to talk about this. I've kind of let it go. What's Can Becca... What's the bra situation, Rim? I'm sick of it. What do you mean? She's not. She doesn't wear bras. It's yeah. Fine. What's going on? Oh, I know. What, I know what you're referring to. You provide a little context. This is pre they put on before they put on the costumes. Yeah. Becca is wearing essentially. <laughs> is, I'm talking before the costumes when they first walk up to the place. I made it's a absurd. comment. I, I made an audible, an out loud comment about this. <laughs> Ab. She was wearing. You know how like dudes in high school in the weight room would wear like cut off shirts sure that like yeah. aren't connected at the bottom and mm-hmm. so you basically have a t-shirt that's just kind of swinging around, around in the yeah. wind <laughs> and that's essentially what becca was wearing but it's europe it's paris listen Living i've held my live. tongue long enough we're in the seven o'clock hour of the bachelor i <laughs> i don't expect this i don't i don't need it that. is the seven o'clock hour it's not, the, it's not the later hour yet <laughs> And not only that, they blurred out Tia's butt when they had the, <laughs> the just yep. body parts were flying everywhere yeah, here. Yep. Um, AB, it was a little weird to me. They, they didn't, they put on, they went through all the effort to put these cabaret costumes on mm-hmm. and wore them for like five minutes. They did a walk and then they that didn't was perform. It. They didn't they perform. They taught them all this dance too. And then 
they didn't do the dance. I was I was confused. Most of these dates, most like half of the dates on this season have been the girls putting on some sort of outfit and then parading in front of Ari. Yeah. It's it's not it's, become, it's, it's becoming creepy. I think we got a text two about episodes. That. Two ep two or not two episodes, excuse me. Two dates this episode that happened. Jacqueline's date later, she also parades in front of Arius. He's just sitting there like drinking champagne and eating shrimp. No, that was you're also thinking of the very first date of the season with Becca Kay, where it was a literal fashion show, a personal oh, yeah. fashion show with Yeah, Ari. I know that. Yep. Yeah, not the best look. I mean, the ABC either is completely unaware of public perception or knows it and, and leans right into it mm-hmm. and says hear the criticisms we're gonna ramp it up bad press is better than no press exactly um but you know at the same time it was moulin rouge it wasn't like there was a reason for it i suppose and all all the women involved seemed super into doing this moulin rouge thing is that something maybe someone can hit up the text the the bouquet uh (laughs) regarding is this something girls want to do i think so i think it's really i think it's a famous Really? Yeah, I think okay. it's a famous thing. It's the birthplace of Cabaret, A.B. Okay. All right. A.B.'s wildly confused. And it's a white people, <laughs> and it's a white people thing, too. I don't know if, that's, <laughs> if that makes a difference in your viewpoint. Uh, group date, nighttime. Ari says the rose isn't based off today. It's okay, based so on my doing? connection. Well, I thought that was dumb of him to say, because then if you give it to Becca, you're opening yourself up to... I'm super connected to the 22-year-old overall. You, you sh- it, he should have said it's based off your performance today. <laughs> then giving it to Becca would make a lot more yeah. sense. Yep. Anything on uh, these one-on-one situations? Ari and Tia first. Tia and Ari both say they have something special here, Rim. I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I think something's there. Tia says she finds herself daydreaming about Ari, too. She's, she's into Ari. <laughs> She, Tia is one that has said, I think every episode she has a quote like, Ari is, aw- Ari is so great. What a yeah. guy. And it seems sincere. I agree. Tia's fun and relaxed. Very pro Tia. I'm Tia. Not, not wooden like Lauren B. And mm-hmm. sullen. Rim the thesaurus. All right. Young <laughs> Becca and Ari. Things starting to get real, AB. The jealousy creeping in during mm-hmm. other dates. Says she's blown away by how much she likes him, Rim. Wow. Feelings are getting real now. She says, uh, you know, I'm here. She didn't say this, but she makes it clear that she's here for real, to be a true contender. She's in it. Mm-hmm. And Ari responds with, eh, there's a lot to think about. Yeah, there sure is, Ari. Yeah, there sure quite a bit. is. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem that they've moved past the age thing for the most part, but I do, th- I, I think it'll probably... Rear its ugly head again here soon, Rim. I disagree. I think it's done being you an think issue. think it's done for good? Um, yes. Now Chelsea is gone. She was That's the one true. who had a concern about I think everyone who gave a shit about her age is gone. That's true. At least as a storyline on the show. If he ends up picking her, we're going to have uh, riots on our hands, riots in the streets. <laughs> uh, AB, big shocker. CN is fluent in French. Anything on CN's one-on-one time with Ari? <laughs> no, just... Uh, just- continues to impress me more and more each episode. Becca gets the rose. Young Becca. She's thrilled. The producers, of course, make everyone else go watch the 
performance of Becca and Ari. You got anything on this, uh, the Jiminy Cricket getup that Ari was wearing in the performance, <laughs> the Moulin Rouge performance? I mean, they literally just walked out there, Becca no. made some faces, that was it. I don't understand. I'm just very confused by this date. They taught him this dance. They didn't do the dance ever again. They <laughs> then got into outfits. I don't even think they wore the same outfits at the nighttime. No, and she then, didn't. No. And then Ari puts on like this, <laughs> yeah, this Jimmy, Jiminy Cricket outfit, and he lip syncs to some song, and d- Becca's just out there. I'm, I don't, <laughs> I'm out. Blue Betty Boop, I'll call Becca, how she looked on this date. This just seemed like a, it was a real show, and they didn't want to ruin it with this Bachelor nonsense. To me, they should have either not done anything at a real show, or had them all perform yeah, exactly. for, you know, stand-ins. Because obviously, if you pay for a ticket to the Moulin Rouge, you don't want to go see the Bachelor contestants. No. It's not why you go all the way to Paris for <laughs> No. Back on the boat. Two-on-one date card. Two women, one rose, one stays, one goes. It's Kendall and Crystal. That's who it, ha- it had to be her. It had to be Kendall? Yeah. They've had some. They've had a couple run-ins. Jacqueline hasn't... I haven't seen her on screen, so what, did, what are yeah. we going to get out of that? No, you're right. It had to be Kendall. Of the three remaining, it had to be yeah. Kendall and Crystal. I think there may have been a better... I mean, Becca and Crystal. Becca would have been good. Yeah, I just meant out of these two. Sure. Uh, This is when Crystal began just a a hell of a run of villainous (laughs) comments. (laughs) To the camera, she grabs some wine and goes, can we talk about how much Kendall is shitting her pants right now? I mean, (laughs) just fabulous. A ton of great lines in a row. Laughing in Kendall's face. (laughs) Crystal is completely in these girls' heads. I've never seen someone so ready for a (laughs) two-on-one. Kendall was like, I'm excited for the 2 one and then Crystal's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are. Baby, I'm wife material. And then she realized like how that sounds because a fun wife material. Like, oh, I'm a cool, I'm the cool wife, I'm, you know, flirty wife. It's just she's she really she went out kind of with a bang starting now. Crystal gra- Crystal's the one who grabs the gate card. She first of all makes sure that she's the one that's going to read it so she can of she can read it how she wants. Of course. She she reads off the names Kendall. And then there's like a pause and then me. Yeah. <laughs> uh AB, the date the daytime portion. They're at a beautiful old ass chateau built in the 1600s. You don't know anything about that shit. You don't know anything about history. I don't. I really Le- don't. Leave the country for me one time. Get some <laughs> culture. Get some culture in your life. Maybe adult hide and seek. Are you in? Yeah, I'm in. Absolutely. A little something called topiary. Yeah. Look it hell up. Yeah. Hell yeah. Roller coaster tycoon. Uh, <laughs> Crystal's up first for the one on one time. Ari basically says, hey, just FYI, I still don't like how you handled last week. In my mind, Ari basically told her right here, you're not getting the rose. Like, just so you know, I bet he whispered in her ear just like she whispers to him. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, just to let you know, uh, they made me keep you and I still don't fuck with what you did. (laughs) What I noticed about Crystal here, she's great, all-time villain, but one chink in her armor is that she doesn't think well on her feet. No. So Ari, whether it's Ari saying like, hey, I don't like how you acted in Fort Lauderdale, or another contestant confronting her about her attitude, her responses never have anything to do with the what the other person is talking about. It's like they're pre-planned 
and yet not well thought out. They never make any sense. Yeah, I mean, she she seemed very ready for this date, but she, overall, what she said to Ari and what she said to Kendall, it made no sense. I'm so sorry I didn't come and talk to you, speaking to Ari. I don't want to throw away the color. What is she? The texture <laughs> and depth of our relationship. I mean, at that point, I was like, this can't be real. These lines cannot possibly be her thinking on her feet. Ari pretends, though, for some reason, he, he, he takes the apology as sincere, and they make out. Crystal then starts to shit on Kendall for no reason to Ari's face. <laughs> for no reason at all, and based on no facts. No facts. None. No one even knows where the storyline came from. She's no. like, by the way, Kendall's not ready. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who said that? She's talking this and she's talking that about how Kendall's never been in love. Five minutes after saying she would never again speak behind Ari's back. <laughs> I mean, I want Crystal to be here. But it, at this point, I it, I knew it was going to feel really good to see her go home, too. Kendall and Ari, AB, listen, this was a bad look for Ari to say, oh, hey, uh, Crystal says you're not ready for love. You know, what's your take on that? <laughs> I don't think he should have said, Crystal, Crystal told me this. If you have that genuine concern, you can talk about it. But don't don't be like, you're, you know, it was brought to your attention yeah. only because of Crystal. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, A.B., this, this was a good showdown, I think, between Kendall and Crystal. On the one hand, you got an intelligent, logical, and yet emotionally connected and emotionally intelligent person in Kendall. And then on the other hand, you have Crystal, who's being fed uh, villain lines by the producers. <laughs> Kendall, Kendall. You think she's being fed all these lines? These aren't her lines? Uh, some of them were just too good to be true, I think. <laughs> Honestly, the lines were so good. Um, Kendall just running logic circles. Around Crystal here, AB. The maturity level off the charts with Crystal, with Kendall. Absolutely. And Crystal is simply not prepared for it. What do you got on this showdown? It got weird there for a second. Yeah, it starts with Kendall coming at Crystal and Crystal basically having nothing to say. Crystal, Kendall Shocker. starts with, why did you say this? First thing Crystal says is, I don't know. There we go. I mean, that's exactly what we're thinking too, girl. <laughs> There's no no logic back in anything you're saying up. 
Saying the thing that's most hurtful doesn't necessarily mean you win. It just means you hurt somebody. Kendall gets into full psychiatrist mode here, Rim. And I, I was in. I bought into absolutely, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even, even at one point, scooches closer to her, like, oh. holds her hand. Never seen that before. She, Two she's enemies. Turning into some, <laughs> she's, she went into some weird mind reading stuff here, Rim. <laughs> not, it was not your typical bachelor moment. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, maybe reverse, reverse, reverse. I don't know. Psychology. She goes, <laughs> you have so much beauty in you. You've been through a lot. And I don't think you should try to control your pain. What does she mean? What do we, what, is there something that Crystal – I was confused by this, what Kendall was talking about. Is there something – some storyline with Crystal that we don't know about that she's experienced no. a lot? No. It, yeah, it was ambiguous. No question. Something that <laughs> Kendall knows that we don't know. I I was a little confused as well. All I know is that if if Kendall wanted to start a religion, I'd be inclined to buy in. <laughs> I was just I'd about cut, to say, cut the check. would you be surprised if Kendall was into some some weird like kitchen a room, have a bunch of like candles going and a bunch of incense, and then really yeah, really get into like probably looking into the future and stuff like that, some crystal ball shit? Yeah, sign me up. I'm all in on that. <laughs> I would love to do that. Get in touch with your inner self. <laughs> Kendall is awesome, AB. She rocketed up the power rankings on this episode, in my opinion. That's fair. Crystal's response, of course. You know, we've said that Crystal, all this season, we've said Crystal never has the words to yep. respond. Finally, she says straight up, I don't have the words. I really don't have words. <laughs> no idea how to reply to this. AB, were you surprised that Ari declined to give out this rose during the daytime? Yes, I was very surprised. You, I mean, you got to give out the rose at the first part because it's so awkward. Why would you want to do it again at the nighttime part? Hey, I don't know whose idea was. I was all, I was on board with it, though. Ari <laughs> definitely knew who he was sending home at that point. He didn't need more time. <laughs> Absolutely. And here's the here's how you can definitely tell that he was knew who he was sending home. They didn't do anything else at the nighttime. He just sent them home. He just sent her home. Like <laughs> they didn't talk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Here's stay woke, AB. The reason the producers made him carry over the rose to the nighttime date is because they just saw their their girl, their villain, Crystal, get outmaneuvered four-dimensional chess while Crystal's playing checkers, and they said, all right, we need to take a break. All right, we need to get Crystal back over here. We need to come up with a response <laughs> we to, to this. We need, we need to regroup. Yes. Somehow we got to get we got to get her to win this. Yeah. Well, I don't even know. Somehow we got to get her to win this, but we got to we got to stretch this out. She's got to come up with something. She can't just sit there, you know, with a blank face, with a blank stare on her face. Yep. Anyway, let's move on to the nighttime date. Uh, more again, this even more evidence for this theory is Crystal is only ready to respond to Kendall's comments after this hours long mm -hmm. break. And even then what she says makes z absolutely zero sense. <laughs> I mean, I got it written down here. Exactly what she said. Let's hear it. You want Let's me to read it. it, Rip? Yeah, I do. I don't have it written down. Actually, no, no, no. Hold up. You going to do the impression or are you going to do it in your voice? I'm going to do it in my voice, but I got the part where Crystal gives like a mini speech once Ari yeah. shows up. Oh, that's, oh that part. <laughs> she that says, was ridiculous. Just talking about how this journey's, journey's been and talking about the highs and the lows through the thick and the thin. And really, it's just indescribable. 
but yet magical and worth it. <laughs> yeah. Worth all of it. All I could think of after she read that was that Billy Madison quote from that guy. Which quote? Which one? After after the guy uh, gives the speech, and then he's like, what you've said is one of the most idiotic <laughs> things I've ever heard. <laughs> At no point in your rambling. Incoherent speech. I used to have that memorized. Incoherent We were all dumber for having heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I word you no points and make God have mercy on your soul. Yep, that's the one. You could say that in response to every crystal speech of the season. In no, at no point in your rambling, in your incoherent response, were you even close to anything that made sense? It's true. It's very true. And you know what it reminded me of when she said it's indescribable and then immediately described it with nonsense words was when uh, Ryan on The Office came back from Thailand and he yeah, goes, yeah. you guys want to hear about Thailand? And then they're like, yeah, tell us about Thailand. And he goes, it was indescribable. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm just really glad that they sat those two down together <laughs> before Ari showed up. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten this interaction. It's so good. It's um, so good. And kudos to Kendall for not bursting out laughing when Crystal <laughs> is talking like this. Quick back at the house. Tia, with the line of the night, they're all concerned. They all think that Kendall's going home for the most part. Uh, but Tia says, if Kendall's bag goes, I might as well just jump in the river. <laughs> Tia, joke, suicide jokes on the with 10 people left. Um, AB, very interesting back on the date. They didn't show, so Ari takes Kendall off to the side first, but they didn't show Kendall and Ari talk, nor did mm. they reveal whether Ari and Crystal had any one-on-one time. Yeah, it was weird. One thing I like about Kendall, among many other things revealed during this episode, is that she seems to have some perspective that a lot of other contestants over the history of the show haven't had. By that, I mean her self-worth is not completely tied to getting this rose at this moment. Yeah. Anyway, Kendall gets the rose, as we know, and then uh, they just, her and Ari just kind of up and skedaddle. Yeah. Ari, they didn't even have like a moment where Ari said goodbye to her, really. He just, see ya. Sorry. <laughs> we're going to go we're going to go chill on the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. What did you make of Crystal's reaction? She was she was stunned. No, she no, was... not what happened. What did you what's your opinion of how she reacted? I expected more. That's where I'm going yeah, with this. I, ex- I, mean, I expected, I expected chaos. A, I expected an outburst way more than this. She just she she seemed genuinely surprised by it. So I think this took her by and it usually when you have a villain, they're very irrational. So they mm-hmm. would she wouldn't have seen this coming. It truly did stun her. You know, she didn't yeah. see this coming. She had points in this episode said there was 99% chance she was getting the rose or some <laughs> shit like that. It's like, no, that, I mean, even even if you're the favorite, it's not that it's not that high a percentage. I was hoping she'd at least flip a table. Yeah, or sure. Chasing them up the Eiffel Tower was not out, out of the question. Yeah, I maybe was hoping throws, that was possible. Throw a shoe at Ari's head? Something. Yeah. All something. she gave us was fake crying. Yeah. You know, and then the crying was fake. It was a good fake cry, but I needed I needed more out of her. She went out. She came in like a lion and went out like a lamb. Crystal March. That's fair. Okay, let's go to Jacqueline's one-on-one date. First time we're getting a first time we're getting a real look at Jacqueline. Yes, I I'm not sure I recognized her voice when she started speaking, but <laughs> at the end of this, I I was on board with Jacqueline. I was surprised by some of the things that happened, but. Again, like you've said several times, every time Ari interacts with somebody, you're like, whoa, there's a contender. They're all contenders. <laughs> going into this date, before they talked or anything, did you think she was going home or staying? 
Um, staying. Did you? AB, when they showed promos for the car breaking down on this date, they've done it all season. Ari with the hood open, fixing the car. I assumed it was a setup to give Ari a chance to fix the car. Yeah, I wrote down, this is fake as shit, and I'm not falling for it. But he didn't fix the car. No, it was real. This is a real mechanical issue with this car. And Ari, <laughs> but my thing is like, okay, well, that's Ari's just like me and you when it comes to cars. He's like, hey, I looked. I got no idea what's going on. Like, we well, got to call AAA. It's like, you're a race car driver. You should not do this. Very disappointed. <laughs> I'm just glad that it wasn't a fake setup. Because I anticipated him, yeah. you know, getting under the hood, fixing it. It was a completely fake situation. No, this was real. They took like an Uber. <laughs> they had to call an Uber <laughs> to pick them up and take them to wherever they're going. Anything on their shopping trip? High fashion, AB. Learn about it. Just another date where the girls parading clothes around uh, Ari. Okay. All I don't right. know what Pumped to tell you, That room. wasn't a real parade. There was no parading going she walked on. Down, she put on a dress. Then she walked down the stairs to where he's sitting. Did she spin? Of course she spun. <laughs> I, I don't count this as a parade. Okay. The, the, Ari was standing up. The, there's something about viewing it from a lower eye level, like from he a, was, looking uh, up. He, she came down the stairs with the dress on, like a movie scene. That's fine. There's no parade here. He was this lower. wasn't a fashion show. No, this is this is what uh, I did Rim, with the Ari my apologist. mom. Me <laughs> and the I rest of with... the nation don't like this creep, Rim. <laughs> 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 okay all right cut the mics we're done here Amy doesn't like Ari anymore uh all right well anyway the nighttime portion of the day was apparently in the middle of the day i don't know if you noticed that they went shopping and then walked into this dark restaurant at 2 30 <laughs> yeah. in the afternoon uh quick uh, a little behind the scenes not behind the, well yeah behind the scenes i'll take some behind the scenes Ari, and it's an it's a fun one it's a happy one Ari referenced Jacqueline's Paris dream when they toasted. He was like, to making your dream come true in Paris. And, and Jacqueline was like, yeah, you know, thanks. Little fun fact. This is actually a tweet from Jacqueline. Little fun fact. I actually chose the location of the dinner portion of my date. It was Maxim's, a beautiful nouveau restaurant featured in one of my favorite movies, Gigi. Gigi? Not Gigli. I always wanted to see it. <laughs> So that was the Paris dream Ari referenced, smiley face. So that's kind of cool. That is very cool. I tell you what, they wouldn't have done that for Jacqueline if Ari didn't like her. Yeah, that's a fact. AB, the big topic of conversation here was Jacqueline's pursuit of a PhD. Mm -hmm. And overall, her just being too good for Ari in general. Do you have any issues with... I mean, when you say I was intimidated by how smart you are or whatever, um, you're implying that the people you prefer over her are not as intelligent, right? So if, if and Jacqueline even says, like, why wouldn't you be attracted yeah. to a smart person? Did you have any, what's your take on this conversation? Just Ari getting caught up saying something dumb that he oh. probably didn't really mean. Come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> I mean, you said it. She said, why do you think you wouldn't gravitate to someone intelligent? Why would... And it's an excellent question. Why would you... Why would intelligence turn you off? It should be their job to turn you down, not your job. Why would you? The dummy and the... So the, the dumb dummy. person... The dummy You're, in the, in the relationship... <laughs> the dummy in the relationship shouldn't yeah. be the one that turns down the smart person. The smart person should be the one to make the decision if the dummy is good enough for them. Yeah, I Ari's mean, the dummy here. Let me set it out. Ari's the I'm, dummy. I'm All the other girls are the smart ones. Yeah, well, it's a it's a different setup. It's not a normal life setup. He yeah. has to choose between a bunch of people. At least he admitted it was his own insecurity 
And yeah. he was he's concerned like how am I gonna, you know, keep you engaged or something to yeah, that. He and he degree. answered her question pretty pretty good for how it started. Yeah. Did you have any issues with the way the discussion about the PhD was approached? I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. The six more years of school is a deal breaker in this relationship. Yes. Like he's 36 years old. Yeah. And presumably, you're not going to be having kids for the next six years. If you're getting a PhD, usually you're not going to have a kid in the middle of that. Uh, so I don't know what I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> Send her home. Yeah. like she her life her lifestyle for the next six years doesn't match with your plan your plan is to get married and have kids that's not her plan not only the lifestyle but also location we don't know where she's going to go to school as far as i know could take her away from scottsdale far away who knows um i guess the issue came when ari called it an obstacle that rubbed some people the wrong way i suppose but it's a poor choice of words, but it's also a fact. Like, that's, that's a an fact. obstacle. That's a yeah. huge obstacle if you want to have a family and a normal life. Yeah, I mean, people get bent out of shape when you when you say something as a negative, when it clearly is. to the, Like, it's it's he's not saying that it's a negative that she's going back to school. He's saying that g- comparing it to where he wants to be, it does not really work. So that is a negative for him. It's not a negative in the grand scheme of things in life, but for Ari's situation, that's a, uh, I'd say it's almost a deal breaker. Flip the, flip the rules. Let's say Jacqueline was going to be 37 and Ari was 26 and Ari says, I'm going to race cars for seven more years and travel the world. That's a negative. Deal breaker, right? Yeah. Huge negative. We can't have kids if, if that's going to be your lifestyle. Yep. Anyway, Raymond A.B. Pro Ari, right? You're back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you were surprised uh, she got the rose, I take it. I Yeah, I kind of was. Yeah. I, I thought just, they had I a little something. I, th- I agree. I think the date went well, but I thought the part about the the six years of school that doesn't, it just doesn't work. As usual, we see Ari and a contestant talk for the first time halfway through <laughs> the season, and now I can't see them without each other. Just another situation. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, I mean, these, these kids will make runner. it. <laughs> oh, man, when at the end of it, I thought these kids will make it. They'll make went, it work. This this episode is like, all right, well, obviously, Becca, Becca, Sia, and Tia, obvious favorites, Tia number one. I'd put Tia seven now, <laughs> and Jacqueline and Lauren number one. I don't know. Let's go to the rose ceremony. Let's do it. Jacqueline, Becca, Kendall, and Lauren all have date roses. Date roses fall out of his pockets. Bunch of date roses. Only three people get rose ceremony roses. Tia, Cien, and Becca K. Chelsea and uh, Jenna go home, along with Crystal. We're down to seven. There wasn't any surprises, per se, but Chelsea, I didn't anticipate this. You didn't anticipate Chelsea, but who would, I mean, whose place That's would she have thing. taken, you know? That's the thing. Like, all the roses made complete sense, but then also I thought Chelsea should get one. Well, with Chelsea gone and Crystal gone, the question now becomes, who are they going to position as the antagonist? This was mm-hmm. my concern. Longstanding concern, because Ari can't, We, you know, I like Ari. I'm alone here now. Can't carry this on his own. He need there yep. needs to be some antagonist. The answer is Lauren B. She gets an immediate heel kind turn. of villain heel turn villain yep. reaction. Not only did she, and it's not all editing too. Like 
They said we're going to Tuscany, and she was stone faced. She didn't get excited <laughs> about going to Tuscany. Yeah, and then she walks. She's out of left field. She's kind of losing it. She's talking. Uh, she, I don't know if she's talking to a producer or who she's talking to, but saying that she's not even excited to go to <laughs> to Italy next. She's had it up to here with having this be a competition, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I did. I'm gonna tell you, Rem. I watched what's coming up next, uh, because I was nervous about the rest of the season. So I wanted to see like what's going. <laughs> Are we gonna have a? Is it gonna be rough for us trying to record? <laughs> it looks like they brought it. They're bringing in some outside drama. Okay, which I I love. <laughs> let's let's go to a quick uh, mailbag question, which is referencing something I think you're talking about. This is from uh, Maddie Marissa and now Tessa from Alberta, Canada. In the scenes from coming up episodes, it shows an ex-boyfriend coming back. I think that's what you're talking about. Yep. Do you think it could possibly be Lauren B's ex-fiance she mentioned on her date? Or who do you, I guess, a broader question, whose ex-fiance do you think it is? It's not next episode. It's probably the two after that. Mm -hmm. Who do you think it is? I have no idea. The get the the Lauren B guess makes sense. She's she's mentioned a an ex fiance. This guy says though, that's my it's like my question to ask her something like that. He implies that it's his duty to pop the question to this woman, not sure. Ari's. But if it's Lauren B's ex fiance, he already has. He already had that opportunity and he blew it. So that combined with the fact that he's got a little southern accent, a little southern tinge. Tia, Tia, little Tia. I think it's Tia. I think it's Tia. Okay. Um, a couple more mailbag. This is we're now fully onto the rose bag. Unless you have anything else about the, the bouquet, about the rose ceremony. Yeah, the bouquet. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is from uh, Rissa Melody on Twitter, four one zero area code, which is apparently Maryland. Do you think Crystal will try to come back and get Ari to give her another chance? She fits the bill, fits the mold of someone who would do that. What do you think, AB? I mean, I'd put it at 50-50 right now. 50-50? Produ producers have got to want it. Yeah. She wants it. The more time she has, I think we've already talked about this, she's a fitness instructor. She she needs the Instagram people more yep. than anybody. 50-50 is a good... I Before you said that, I was like, I no wouldn't way. be stunned either way. Just put it that way. Next up, uh, Camilla from Seattle. Listening from her motherland, Brazil. Ooh. Internationally known, locally respected. Can someone please explain to me where the segments of the night conversation from the two-on-one date went? He took Kendall, then came back and said, bye, Crystal. I need some drama. Thanks for your question, Camilla. AB, do you think, do you think he spoke to both of them and they cut them both out? Or do you think he went just Kendall and then said, all right, that's all I need to know? I think... I think he probably spoke to both of them, and I bet there just wasn't anything there. But I don't know why they'd even show him taking Kendall to the side anyways. So, I, I don't know. Just a poor editing job leaves a lot to the imagination. Not yeah. a big fan of that by ABC. Next question from Nick and Amy in Oregon. Couples, listeners. Couples, okay. How come this is, this is just more of like a gripe that these people have <laughs> on behalf of us, which okay. I'm on board with. Uh, how come Ben and Ashley I, who are terrible podcast hosts, have freaking mm -hmm. sleep number ads, but you two, who have the best chemistry in the business, run no ads? 
Okay, don't Lemonade B deserve to get paid? And I, I say yes, we do. The part, the issue <laughs> is, I can't number. I can't wait to sell out. I can't wait to have three minute opening ads for you people, <laughs> shoving them down your throat with with pre roll, mid roll, and post roll ads. We're gonna have when we get ads, it's gonna be unbearable. The number of ads we have. <laughs> oh, we'll see. The thing about us and ads. Uh, We'll sneak them into the regular episode two all the time, not even getting paid for that part. We'll just <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. The 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 transitions to the ads will yeah. hit you. You won't even notice. Next you thing won't you know, be we're able selling to skip. you something. You won't be able to skip. <laughs> the problem is Nick and Amy don't have enough listeners yet. Unbelievably, you need yeah. a the threshold is pretty high. So if you don't mind, share well, with your friends so we can sell you a sleep number bed. Also, I want a sleep number bed, and I feel like when you start doing ads on podcasts, <laughs> they give you the product. <laughs> Listen, we've started out at a severe disadvantage from all, I'd say, every other Bachelor and Bachelorette podcast, would you say? Yeah, sure. From the absolute ground, zero listeners. Zero. zero. When yes. Ashley and Ben start a podcast, they get a million listeners, no matter how dog shit. And I've listened to this it's ter- podcast terrible. before. It's a terrible podcast. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> if you want to ask, you know, why aren't they getting, uh, why don't they have a bunch of ads? Uh, we need you to share it. We need you to like it. We need you to subscribe, period. All those things. And tell your friends. Yeah, thanks for everybody. Great does question. That. That's the thing. Brandon from Cedar Rapids. What's your take on Ari keeping Lauren B around after the one-on-one? She so she showed so many red flags for someone who is looking for a relationship that results in marriage sooner rather than later. Do you think any other bachelors would have kept her around under similar circumstances? Rim, professional podcaster. Get it out. AB, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, we haven't had that great of bachelors recently. So, I mean, Nick Vile is going to keep whoever, yeah. he, you know, it's nothing about <laughs> it's nothing. The red flags won't matter. So um, I sadly, I think Ari is infatuated with uh, Lauren B's appearance and he was going to keep I her agree. regardless. So I can I agree. Said but true. Um, Andy from Denver. You sort of alluded to it on Twitter, but has there ever been a group of contestants this strong this late in the game? I started not that watching I can remember. Well, I'm not. Oh, hold on. Oh, okay. I started watching the same time as Rim, Ben's season, and I've watched a couple of past seasons, including Emily and Sean Lowe's. The only group that I can think of that rivals this one is Nick's final group of six to eight. Side note, what a waste. AB, what do you think? Great group. Great top seven. It really is. I, I mean, Nick, Nick's was good. It's, it's hard. I'd have to look back. To see, but I can't remember it being this wide open right now, this late in the season. Like, I have no idea who this guy ends up with. Whereas other seasons, there's usually a couple people that are really standing out. So, yeah, I think this might be the, you know, top to bottom, this late in the season might be the, the highest. If you're given, if you're given like Madden ratings, Please do. they got the highest ratings. Yeah, this is the best team. This is the yeah. best team. This is the Bulls NBA Jam. Yeah. Um, I'm going to run the names down. Would any of these names shock you if they won? Jacqueline, Becca, Becca, Kendall, Lauren, Tia, CN. Would any of those names shock you? No. Crazy. Crazy. All right. Thanks to everyone who texted the bouquet. Sorry we couldn't get to everybody. Uh, Once again, that number is 773-234-7794. 
Thanks for listening. As always, we appreciate it. If you have the social media networks, we're on Twitter at RoseCastCS, most frequently posts during the show. So follow along then. Instagram, RoseCast Podcast. Facebook, RoseCast Podcast. Still trying to penetrate that, both the the mom's market (laughs) and the kind of newlyweds with a shared Facebook account market. We're trying to get into that game as well. Um, AB, anything else? Any sign off? No, no. I'll tell you what, watching the, the what's coming up next, I was excited. There's going to be more drama than I anticipated. Ari is a no match for these dads. That's that, <laughs> Ari's uh, no not chance. being a big tough guy is gonna, really going to shine through. He's going to get bullied. He's going to get bullied. Every person that show, that they showed talking to Ari was intimidating him, including the boyfriend that showed up. Poor guy. They're going to someone's going to call it a spray tan. Ari's going to get <laughs> flopped physically. Uh, thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.